following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview with Rick Kempfer and Dave Stern. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview with Rick and Dave. Joining us now on the podcast, we're very excited. Uh, we have uh, the owner of Dallas Mavericks, uh, a billionaire, the first billionaire to appear on our show. We are happy to have Mark Cuban on the show. Mark, how are you today? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. So, you know, we there's a, mi- a million reasons to have you on the show. We uh, are a fan of, you know, the work you've done in the NBA, and we know that you're a very successful businessman. We watch Shark Tank. You're a philanthropist. You're an actor. You've done all sorts of stuff, but here's the reason we're having you on. We okay. saw the article in the paper this week about you embarrassing your daughters. Uh, at school and uh-huh. we just wanted to say kudos to you because <laughs> we're both uh, uh parents of teenagers and it's like fuel the, the eye rolls and groans yeah. of our children <laughs> is like fuel to make us happy throughout the day so kudos yeah is there a Thank way is, is there a way that we can um somehow monetize my daughter's eye rolls can you do anything can can you figure that out because i got a ton of them buddy at low cost that's the whole point of memes right those internet memes are all about eye rolls right so you know for people that don't know so you drive your daughter to school blasting hip-hop right and generally it's the songs about you too right (laughs) well oh no two different things two different things right so my daughter like my wife isn't big into hip-hop i've always liked hip-hop so i'll let her put on on sirius xm what you know whatever she'll she'll go through the stations and and until she hears a a song she likes and then we'll listen and it's no big deal and i'll try to get her to talk and she won't want to talk and try to get her to tell me what's going on in her life and she won't talk and you know dad i just want to hear this song and you know like all kids whether we were growing up or them now you know they know all the words to all the songs and uh, you know so i'm just smiling but we pull into this um half circle with um when i drop her off and you know the cars kind of back up and you know if it's a nice day i'll you know she's ready to get out of the car i'll say i love you sweetie and she'll give me she'll give me the hum hum they love being hugged too in public oh yeah just you know and um i'm like okay if that's the way you want it bam you know it's just like just blast it you know and you know and if it's a song i know the words to then i'm singing along too and her friends are looking at me and looking at the oh man there's nothing more embarrassing than dad singing along (laughs) oh man it's like kiki do you love me (laughs) (laughs) what i've been doing lately is when uh my daughter lila is 16 and when she introduces her you know when a friend comes over i just start talking with the most over-the-top cockney accent for no reason (laughs) (laughs) hello glove how you doing now governor She's like, ah. So that's where we can monetize those eye rolls right there. I know, but if someone comes over, like, she's like, I'm like, bring your friends over here. Dad, no. (laughs) Dad, don't do it. Dad, I warned you. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter who you are or how famous you are, you're still embarrassing dad, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you're you're just dad to to your kids. And, you know, you you have your Cockney accent. And, you know, I'll just... Like one of my friends growing up used to just tell the stupidest jokes, you know, all the time. <laughs> and I would like tell the stupid jokes to my, my daughter's friends. It's like, hey, did I tell you I have a friend from Alaska? 
and she knows to say gnome. And I come back with, of course I do. He's my friend. Get it, gnome Alaska. Yeah, that's dumb, awesome. Dumb yeah. jokes. I, I had one yesterday. I told him uh, to my uh, to my son. I said, "You know why demons and ghouls like to hang out uh, around Halloween?" No, no, why? Because demons are a ghoul's best friend. Uh, and, oh, and my God. and my son is twenty. So he wanted to stab me. Like, what are you doing, Dad? You're killing me. We've given them the best years of our lives. Give us something. Just throw us a bone here, right? Yeah, right. Just give us one giggle, right? One laugh, yeah. and, and oh my God, that's hysterical. So I'm I'm a big fan of Shark Tank. Uh, I think you that you guys do a great job with that show. It's really intriguing. It makes your business mind think um but i was wondering you know as a dad uh-huh. when your kids want something do you make them give you the 90 second pitch you know with uh, oh like- yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah i'll give them and i'll give them the and for that reason i'm out too <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm real i'm real big on you know you have to earn it you're just not going to give it get it and i'm not like that dad that just brings home stuff all the time i'm like okay you know, you want this, give me a reason. How are you going to earn it? What are you going to do? Yeah. Now it doesn't work all the time. Cause my wife will just roll her eyes. And right. Say, no, you're, you know, you're allowed to eat today, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we try, I, you know, I don't want them to, to be entitled. I want them to be responsible and be able to take care of themselves. And, you know, they know we're privileged and, and obviously we don't, we're not struggling like maybe I did or my parents, sure. did. but, um, yeah, I, I really try to beat it home at times that no, you, you can't. You don't just get things; you have to earn them, and you have to do something to get it. Well, it you, might be something as simple as reading a book, but you have to do something. You, you know, you sound like a really down to earth father, and you know, as another dad, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I do too. Um, Golden State Warriors uh, uh-huh. last week they dropped ninety two points on our beloved Bulls in like yep. six minutes. You know, it was like. Uh, <laughs> Do you think having such a dominant team is is good for basketball? I mean, it's like a video game almost, how good they can be. Um, yeah, this year they're really good. You know, it, it is good because they fill the house everywhere they go. Yeah. There's only a few players or teams that don't play to an empty seat, and that you know that helps the league when you know there's a team that comes in and they're going to sell it out. So from that perspective, from a business perspective, it's a positive. But, the, you know, the good news is, you know, nobody plays forever. Father time's undefeated. Yeah, so true. things change. Yeah. You know, we went through it with the Mavs and Dirk, and they'll go through it with Steph and Clay and whoever else, Kevin. So it, it's just the reality of life. And, you know, every teams have their runs, and, and then things change. Yeah, yeah we, we had that in Chicago. Uh, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, or not maybe, since. maybe Kevin Grant and, and Clay and Steph Curry would go play baseball. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> so, you know, I've always thought uh, that being the owner of a team is kind of like being the dad. You know, you're especially someone like you who's there. You're in the clubhouse a lot. Uh, you know all the players so well. Uh, I know a dad can never pick a favorite child, but let's put it this way. If you're going out for the night and you, you and had the misses, to, you're the missus and you need a babysitter <laughs> and you had to leave one of them in charge, who would be who would be that player? Oh, Dirk. OK. okay. Close. The Dirk Germans. Is, Germans. They're, yeah, yeah, they're with, efficient. With, they're punctual. Sure. Yeah. Dirk was like 80 years old when he was 20 years old. Yeah. You know, he, he's just that guy that is always worried about stuff and always precise and disciplined and. Yeah, you know, he was that guy when he was first getting started. You wanted him to date your daughter. 
Boy, um, everybody um, needs somebody like that on the team. Yeah, everybody needs a German. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. Most of the time, of you need a German. Actually, <laughs> so you know, uh, D- David Stern is who you're you're talking to. This is uh, David. You know that he's not really. Yeah, there's no relation. You understand that? No, right? I know, I know, I know, oh, I know. Okay, because yeah. we're not going to find you. <laughs> right, right. No, that's okay. Yeah. Um, last second of an NBA game, it, throughout history, which player takes that shot? Oh, I mean, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the right answer. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think LeBron's the best player, but I think Michael Jordan's a better finisher in a game than LeBron. Yeah. Yeah, he was like ice ice water. Um, so you obviously didn't grow up a billionaire. Uh, so when you've become one, now that you are one, what is the thing that has surprised you the most about your new life uh, that you didn't know was going to happen when you got all this money? Um. What surprise? Well, first, dealing with friends was a lot harder than I thought. Not even friends, acquaintances. You know, my best friends were still are still my best friends, and it was never a big deal. Um, but it's the people you, like I just kind of ran around with every now and then. Yeah. That, you know, just wanted things, and so saying no to everybody and saying no to like distant relatives. Yeah. Um, you know, the cousin I hadn't seen in forever. Yeah. Um, you know that that was the most challenging part in trying to. And the people, the relatives that I, that were close to me that I knew were struggling, helping them out, um, you know, and f- trying to figure out the best way to do it. You know, it's a good problem to have, but it was still a challenge. Yeah. Um, what happens, and God forbid this does happen, but let's say you lose everything for whatever reason. What do you think will be the hardest thing to give up if it all went away? Other than oh, the just, money, obviously. I mean, yeah, just things with my kids, yeah. you know, um, you know, knowing that I have probably have access to the best of health care and things mm-hmm. like that, that, yeah. you know, I, I don't have to worry about paying. If somebody gets sick, I don't have to worry about paying those bills and, you know, what doctors are in my insurance network and stuff like that. That's probably, yeah. you know, it's, you know, no matter how much money you have, the reality is, you know, life is still half random and, and there's just certain things that you can't control. And all you can do is hope you have the resources to try to respond to them and, you know, prepare and deal with them and you know so yeah that 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 would be the hardest part and you know when the rent when things go on like one of my good high school buddies um his wife's uncle was killed in the synagogue shooting in uh, pittsburgh oh my god just, yeah just stuff like that and you know my uncle his best friends go to that synagogue and just decided not to go to services that morning and uh. so there's just you know just things like that that make you recognize that it doesn't matter how much money you have it it there's just certain things that can go wrong and, and you have no control you know uh, a lot of people compare you and you're not maybe don't like this comparison but a lot of people compare you to the president uh what? you're you're both yeah. successful businessmen you're both sports team owners at one time he owned the new new jersey generals <laughs> yeah for uh, three days yeah three days right. uh you're yeah, you're on shark he, tank he's terrified he, of sharks yeah. <laughs> lots of similarities there yeah, you yeah, played the so president similar. in sharknado <laughs> yes exactly you were in sharknado so what exactly. would you say is the biggest difference between the two of you I can add two and two and four. (laughs) He's not very bright, is he? Yeah, you know. Yeah. He has his moments, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's just, you know, we may be business people, but that's the only similarity. Uh, Well... If it came to a uh, if you came to a vote, I'm on Team Cuban. I'm going to tell yeah. you that right now. <laughs> there, I'll take it. Appreciate it. Yeah. So uh, you, we usually don't talk politics on the show. 
Uh, but Good. we we have reserved a couple of rooms for you, February first through the third, twenty twenty, at the Cozy Rest Motel in Des Moines. Yeah, uh, uh, if you know what that. we're saying. Yeah, no, I don't see that happening. You know, you know, talk, speaking of parenting, the definition of bad parenting is having three kids, nine, twelve, and fifteen, and running for president. Yeah, you, you know, know what? It, that's a great point. You know, I just would not put my family through it. There's just no way. All no right. way. And, th- and that's part of the problem. I mean, politics has gotten so nasty that you don't get the best candidates. You just get people who either don't care what they put their families through or, you know, aren't are just oblivious to what people are saying about them. And, you know, if I was single, I would do it. I, I don't care what people say about me, but I do care what people say about my family. Yeah. And, and it's, never and it's relentless, it. too. I mean, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, it is a... It's it's got awful. Hey, we yeah, know you're busy. We know you're busy. A couple of quick business pitches. OK, sure you enough. got us. You got a second. We're giving Very you ground. Quick. I got half a second. All right. We got a, uh, all right, a couple things. We are the owners. Rick and I. Well, actually, we have a publishing company, but that's, the, you know, forget about that. We um, we have a uh, website. It's called the pothole store dot com. And basically, the bottom line is, is we don't think that there's a lot of people worthy of naming a star after somebody. But we think right. that there are a million people that we know that are worth um, naming a pothole after. So we, have yeah. the, so we have our website that you can go and register a pothole under somebody's name. We're going to give you 5%, $16 million if you want it right now. <laughs> it's worth a good $1,600. <laughs> yeah, you guys want to fill up those potholes with my money, okay? <laughs> hey, uh, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, it's been pleasure, it's been guys. great talking to you. Uh, you seem like a, a great guy, and we wish you and the a very good dad. Best. And I think, right, bottom line, that's really all that's important when it comes right. That's now. all that matters, right? You know, when you're long gone, no one remembers you, and all you all you've left behind are your children. And so, I agree with you guys and your dad jokes. Yeah, you know? that's right. Don't forget the dad jokes. Now, that's what you need a website for. Just really yes. bad dad jokes. Great idea. All right. Yeah. Take it easy, Mark. Thanks. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks. Have Thanks, buddy. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, Can you yeah. think of a cooler guy than that? Yeah. I don't think he's going to invest in the pothole store, <laughs> yeah, that's, but that's uh, I will fine. say that. I uh, wouldn't either. <laughs> I, I didn't want to, remember? <laughs> right. You did it on your own because I made like 400 bucks on it. So, <laughs> so I, you know what? Screw him. You know, I'm going to show him. <laughs> well, thank you so much to Mark Cuban for being on the show. And thank you for listening to the show. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards. O-P-P-I shows.com Distributed by Ed Silla, Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead, it's just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com And we'll be back again next week with another edition of the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? I'm Rick. I'm Dave. And we're the hosts of the Minutia Men podcast. Rick is the former executive producer of two Hall of Fame radio shows. Dave is an out-of-the-box thinker, a guerrilla marketer, and former advertising agency. We've been friends for 40 years. I was the best man at Dave's wedding. Yeah, you were an okay man at best. Was that really necessary? Minutia Men and Old Pie Show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network.